I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You are now listening to the Molten Fantasy Sports Podcast. Yes, hello and welcome back to another one of our NRL team previews for 2023. This episode, we're tackling the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, I'm your host, the Supercoach Brain, and I'm joined by my co-host, the Supercoach Matrix. Mate, we've got a lot to talk about with this Cowboys lineup. Yeah, yeah. Um, being uh, from further down uh, in Queensland, I actually hate the Cowboys, and um, I hate that I'm starting to like their lineup. Yeah, you'd be, I guess, a bit conflicted when you, it's a cross-town rivalry, I guess you could call it. And yeah. there's a lot of guys here that are very relevant to Supercoach. Um, and, and we'll talk about why very soon. So I guess on this episode, as always, we'll talk through our predicted lineups. Um, the guys that we're looking at, essentially, um, you know, our booms, our busts, our cheapies and some value picks um, and our smokies. So I guess we'll kick things off with uh, the man with the number one on his back, mate, Scotty Drinkwater. Um, had an absolute cracker of a season last season. Um, averaged 71 points. Price at 746000 Do you Do you see him as a viable option to start with? Is he a guy that you've looked at and, and tried to fit into your team? So um, Scotty Drinkwater was part of my team last year. I loved him, nicknamed him Scotty Drink Balter. And, uh, yeah, Balter's on my favourite beer, so uh, we're up there. But, um, yeah, I just think at that premium price, I'm probably just going to look elsewhere this year. Um, what I loved about him last year is that I that I bought him cheap. Um, he kept scoring. Um, he was a bit inconsistent, um, but he could bang out 120. You'd, just ha- you'd get that 50 every now and then. And, um, yeah, it's just not really what I'm looking for in the um, – yeah, this year I'm looking for a bit more consistency. Yeah, yeah, I can understand why you'd say it. I mean – he was very attacking points reliant, but he was getting those attacking points very consistently last year through all games. I mean, the guy was in everything. I didn't have him at all throughout the season last year, and it was I couldn't actually watch Cowboys games. It just made me too nervous. You had to kind of watch through um, 
you know, with our one eye closed basically because he was in everything. Uh, you know, he popped up on sweeping plays a lot and the Cowboys played um, off the back of him. They played through him a lot. Um, so he was, it was a tough watch uh, last year. And, and he's my smoky for this year. I feel like he's going to be one of those guys that probably isn't going to be considered a, a main guy to start with uh, with the season just because of obviously how well he did last year and, and where he's priced at. People are looking at guys like Teddy and they're looking at guys like Latrell Mitchell uh, or they're going cheaper to Turbo. Uh, so I feel like he's in that kind of price between Turbo and, and Teddy where he, he might get forgotten and could be actually a half-decent pod option um, yeah. with the Cowboys draw. I do think if you find yourself a bit a bit behind and a little bit playing catch up after after five weeks and you're serious about moving up and you want to go boom or bust and you just want to risk it to get the biscuit, uh, yeah, you could look at him. He's going to be a pod. I don't think he's going to be that well-owned. I think there's blokes like your Teddies and even your Turbos and your um, and your Latrells that people are going to look to before and maybe like maybe spending 1.5 mil on Dylan Edwards and uh, Scott Drinkwater is the answer. So. It could be the absolute masterstroke if you went that <laughs> went that direction, mate. I, I would not be able to watch Roosters games if I was fading Teddy this year. He's just one of those guys that you've got to have. I think. This yeah, year. you can only have two fullbacks. Like you're not going to watch Manly games either if uh, if uh, Tommy's no, playing. Not. Like you're not going to watch right Cowboys now. games. Are you going to? Are you going to watch? Um, are you just going to watch AFL this year, mate? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I might switch codes. I think might be a little bit easier for the heartstrings. Um, mate, moving on to the. Centers and uh, centers and wingers. We've got Kyle Felt and uh, Tuolangi, as always, uh, from last year. And then you've got Val Holmes and Hiku in the centers. So nothing's changed there from uh, from last year's lineup. Cowboys, all in all, when we go through this lineup, there's actually not much that's changed. A couple of guys have come in, but it's not actually changing the, the core makeup of this team. Um, anybody in the back line there in the centers or wing uh, interest you there, mate? Yeah, look, what I like about them is not much has changed. They were very good last year. It does make it hard to find someone cheap to get into your lineup. Um, but I think some of the premium guys are guys that you'll look, especially with that draw, that first 13 games. And I think they're going to score a lot of tries. And I want the goal kicker, Val Holmes, in my team if I can find him. Yeah. yeah at, he, at least up until Origin. Yeah. He sat in my team for pretty much up until about two days ago. Um I do want him. Um, he, he's priced at 724000 so he's not cheap. 68, 69 average, essentially, um, last season. And the guy was in everything again. But, you know, you mentioned the Cowboys buy, and I think it's probably important that we do touch on that initially before we move forward any further. Um, when we talk about the Cowboys buy, uh, to give everybody a little bit of an understanding of why it's so good, uh, in their first 12 games, they actually only play three teams that were in the top eight last year. Um, you know, when you look at the draw, they've got the Warriors twice, they've got um, the Dolphins, they've got the Tigers, they've got um, some pretty juicy options there. Um, and obviously that means a ton of attacking points for guys like Val Holmes and, and Drinkwater and and a couple of others that we're going to be mentioning very soon. Um, and also I think a, a big draw card for the Cowboys this year is the fact that they don't have a buy until round 15. Yep. Um, obviously with a team on the buy every single week, that it's something you've got to take into consideration. So they're actually playing the first two major buy rounds as well during the origin period. So basically you're looking at yeah, any of these guys that you pick up, you're not going to have to consider or think about uh, how you're going to shuffle your team around when they're on the buy up until after that first origin period. So definitely a very juicy draw and very uh, advantageous to start with these guys early. Yeah, um, I think so. I think Val, like Val scored more than Drinkwater last year. Um Put that into perspective um, and, you know, 
he had the disruptions of origin. Um, they're going to score a lot of tries. They're such a great football team. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think Val's a guy that has a little bit of base. Like, you know, if you look at Kyle Feld, if you look at Tuolagi or whatever, they're very try-dependent. Um, but Val, I think he can bang out 70 every week um, for the first 13 weeks. And then Origin comes along and you move him under somebody that's going to play to the halves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, let me mark it. Uh, so moving on to the halves, we've got obviously Tom Deard and, and Chad Townsend, both uh, the six and seven from last year, so no changes there. Um, Chad Townsend, not essentially overly super coach relevant. And we were talking about players last episode, Maddie, that are quality footballers, but just it doesn't accumulate to super coach points. And I think Chad, Chad Townsend's the perfect example of that. Um, 39 yeah, steers, steers, steers the boys around the park and, and, you know, makes everybody else better around him. Um, but yeah. I won't be looking at getting him in my team this year. One guy that did have a bit of a breakout um, is Tommy Dearden last year. Uh, average 58.2. It's a pretty decent average from a guy you wouldn't expect that from. 612000 he's starting the season at. Bit of an awkward price, though. Probably steer clear for me. Yeah, and like I wish I got on him uh, in the 400s last year, and I would have been super happy. Um, but, yeah, there's so many other quality 5.8s and a bit better value elsewhere. So I can't see him. I can see him doing this again, but I can't see him getting 70. Um, and if I'm going that awkward price, I really want to see a price rise and, and make a bit of cash. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, Jordan McLean at, and in the eight, I'm not overly interested in him, um, but there is uh, the other prop uh, that you're very interested in. I'll let you take the floor on him. Look, yeah, Ruben Cotter's in my team. He's an absolute workhorse. I reckon you're getting him at a bit of a discount from last year um, due to a few injuries. Um, very premium at front row forward, but front row forward's a dismal this year. Like, um, yeah, just somebody you can't look past. I wish he had that hooker, hooker jewel again. Um, you're getting the premium Cotter at a closer to mid-tier price. Um, for example, Tohu Harris and Joe and Gowie are more expensive. And, um, yeah, you're just getting tremendous value for 620K. Don't be surprised to see him being the best front row forward in the, in the comp. Supercoach-wise yeah. or um, or otherwise. Yeah, he's in my team at the moment. Um, I, I have played around with taking him out, um, but, I mean, he's at a really nice price. So I, I'm more than happy to bank that 60 average, uh, and I think he will increase uh, or improve on that. He only played 16 games, so I think that average is also injury-affected. He missed a few games at the back end of the year, came back and averaged only 50 in the final six games of the season with that hamstring injury that he was carrying. So... Um, definitely room for improvement there. Probably underpriced. You're right. So yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of Cotter. He's in my side at the moment. Yeah, he's um, nearly 25 percent owned too. So a lot of people are looking at him as well, and for good reason. Absolutely. And um, mate, we've got Reese Robson at hooker. Um, I'm pretty high on Reese Robson this year. I actually have a pretty big claim to make on Reese Robson. Funnily enough, I I genuinely believe that he could actually be the top scoring hooker this year. Um, when we look at the first. Uh, I suppose the first 12 games, like we mentioned, they've got such a favourable draw. And we know that Reese Robson's very attacking reliant. He, he does generate a lot of his points from attacking stats. He had seven tries and seven try assists um, last year and is very creative reliant to get his points. But he does still rack up base stats. He still makes tackles. He still does the job uh, as any other hooker would. Um, but with that draw, I, you know, there's plenty of upside there for Reese Robson. There's a good chance that he could actually 
be the guy this year. Um, not that I'm saying Harry Grant's going to have a bad year. I'm, I'm more saying that I think Reese Robson's going to have a bit of a breakout the, year this year with time in the New South Wales squad. Uh, is going to help his confidence uh, and also just the year that he had in general last year. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think to be in the top echelon of super coach, uh, you have to make calculated risks. And anytime you fade in a bloke like Harry Grant, again, you're going to be watching uh, every Storm game with your eyes closed. Um, but Reese Robson, you know, you can do a lot with that 150K that you save and there's just as big of a chance of you getting the same amount of output. Um, he's only 7% owned. He's a guy I've got in my team. I'm either going to go cheapy, cheapy, or if you call Brandon Smith a cheapy, or, um, or yeah, a premium. He's currently the third most expensive hooker. And I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mate, you've, you've called it for him to be the number one, but he could definitely... You know, he could definitely be better than Damien Cook by the end of the year. I think he's already better than Damien Cook. Um, he could be better than Damien Cook on the Supercoach scene as well. Yeah, absolutely. He's He is my boom um, this episode for the Cowboys. And boom shakalaka! <laughs> we have to throw it in there because he. Um, I'm very high on him. Let's see if that big claim is going to come to fruition for me this year and we'll see what the end of the season looks like. Oh, I think you're um, going to be happy with those first 13 weeks anyway. So uh, let's just see if he makes a side after after that. So Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I'm definitely not planning on not having Harry Grant all season. That's uh, I'm a little bit smarter than that. I know I need to get him in at some point. It's just more a matter of is, is Grant going to start really fast and is he going to gain cash? Um, I'm probably hoping that he doesn't and uh, I can upgrade a Brandon Smith potentially to, to Harry Grant um, after Origin. That, that would be ideal. Yeah, great. Um, mate, moving on to the 11, 12, and 13, Cohen Hess, um, big pass for me. Uh, I, yeah. I don't see him being in that starting lineup um, initially for, for very long. Uh, Jeremiah Nanai, though, you've got a pretty, uh, I suppose, big take on him. You're a big fan of Nanai? Yeah, look, he is a try-scoring machine. Um, and if you're a gambling man and you want to take risks and you want to save some, Murray from, uh, some money from your Murrays for feeders, your Crichton, could be a masterstroke getting Nanai in. Uh, just be very aware that it does depend on him scoring a lot of tries. Um, but I think he can again. Um, look, he might not score 19 again, um, but he can he can score a lot of tries. Um, it's gonna, he's going to be in a very good team. Mate, I was there. I was there at Suncorp one night where he caught two bombs and uh, and fell over for two tries. And um, yeah, he's a he's a big body. He's still fast. He's still growing. He's still learning. Um, yeah, you could see a bit of improvement. So yeah, 
No, I'm, I, I completely understand why you're going in that direction. I'm going to go against you, though. I'm going to say that it's going to be one of those years where he does have a, a bit of a downgrade. Um, I can't see him averaging 63 again. Um, I feel like that's a, a pretty inflated price based on the fact that he did have 19 tries. That's First of all, that's such an impressive stat for a second rower to have 19 tries in a season. And like, a rookie. See, yeah, and a rookie. And you don't see wingers uh, or centers rack up 19 tries in a season, let alone second rowers. Um, so he can't find the try line. Absolutely. Uh, I just feel like maybe there's going to be a bit of a level out in, in his score um, this year. Do you and, think, but like, I think sometimes during those weaker weeks, you could put a, put a VC on him and, and roll the dice. Like he's a guy that can score 140 one week and that can score 40 the next week. It just depends, you know, how big of a punter you are. Yeah, he's uh, he's in that David Fafita kind of mold, isn't he? It's just, uh, <laughs> yeah. it is boom or bust every single week. You're going to get 30 or you're going to get 130. So, yeah. Um, Make good luck to you. What, Last what guy, Jason Tamalolo. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, my my thoughts on Tamalolo are that he frustrated the living shit out of me last year, and that wasn't his fault. Um, I think everybody was really high on the fact that he played big minutes, that he'd play sixty plus every single game, um, and it just didn't eventuate to that. Um, he just didn't get the minutes that everybody thought he was going to get at lock, uh, which was really disappointing because we know what he can do. The bloke is just a barnstorming runner, like. Uh, I feel like he probably just didn't get the uh, the minutes and the opportunity that everybody was hoping he'd have. So and it, and he's priced at six hundred and seven thousand at a fifty seven average, and that's just uh, it's just awkward mid price territory that I'm going to fade this year. I think. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I think I'd look at him a bit more if he had that jewel again this year. Um, but they've taken the front row forward out, and probably for good reason. Uh, but that's just you know second row forwards. You can find a lot of value. You can find a lot of good players, and we'll be talking about them in the coming weeks. Um, I think for 607k, again, I'll be looking elsewhere. Oh, we'll be watching uh, Lolo a little bit. Um, if if he starts starts slow, drops a little bit, you get him in the early 500s. Um, I can see him rising back up to 650 and being a guy that you can play every week. Um, but yeah, to start of the year, it's a no from me, dog. Yeah, absolutely. We have to add that sound bite in, I think. <laughs> um, on the bench, we've got Jake Granville. I can't see him stealing many minutes from Robson, to be honest. Um, they'll probably use oh, him in the middle I, again like they did last year. I hope he's out of the team and they can find someone else and just play 80 minutes for Robson. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and mate, James Tarmow, you're not a fan. Oh, he should not be not be owned. He's over the hill. He's overpriced. He should be 0% owned. If you've got him in your team, just um, there's a little crossbar in your top right. Just, uh, just delete up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mate, 504,000, 48 average. They're, he's priced on playing 50, 55 minutes at the Tigers. And he might um, play 25, 30. Yeah, uh, as, at best, I think. Um, the other two guys here are Mitch Dunn. Now, he's obviously only played two games last year, had an a, did an ACL uh, early on and, and didn't see any, uh, any more game time for the rest of the season. So um, whether he fits onto that bench or not, I'm not quite sure because um, they've got some decent options there. And there's a couple of guys here that we're going to talk about that, uh, will be coming in uh, or are a little bit uncertain. So, yep. uh, and the last one's Griffin Neem. Apparently, is training the house down um, at preseason training. So he's a he's a bit of a watch for me. I don't have any. Uh, I don't have him written down as my cheapie, but three hundred and sixty eight thousand. I mean, there's worse options, I guess. If he gets starter minutes and they use him instead of Cohen Hess, you know that that could be something that you'd look at. Yeah, and it's just one of those, um, to quote Rob Kennedy, uh, watch this space. Um, if, uh, you know, if he has a few good trials and finds his way with the number 11 on his back, um, yeah, for 360K, why wouldn't you? Yeah, 
hundred percent. Now, one guy we haven't named because there's uh, he's been stood down indefinitely at this stage is Luciano Leilua. Um, obviously, a guy that would fit in to the second row in the starting lineup pretty quickly um, as soon as he is available. But there's just obviously a fair bit going on with him at the moment, so he's been stood down, no fault clause. Um, so he's not someone we're looking at initially to start the season until we get a bit of clarity there with what his situation is. Yeah, the Supercoach um, guys should uh, should just give him a zero and drop him down in price, and then he can become a cheapie if ever he comes back. Um, I do like that. We'll have to write into Tommy Sangster and see whether we can make that happen, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'll get him um, on the line. And, um, mate, a couple of other guys. Uh, Highland Lukey, they were pretty high on him last year, um, but he's out with a, with a knee until round four. Um, and then there's a good chance he probably comes in for Cohen Hess. Um, seems quite likely. And then obviously Hess drops back onto the bench and Mitch Dunn probably drops out of the 17. Uh, that's how I see it playing out. But again, it, at the end of the day, it's not going to be overly super coach relevant. So we can probably push on there. But there is a cheapie here that you'd like to have a chat about. Yeah, Jack Kosciuszki. I think like in any of these elite teams, and we're starting with the best in our team previews, I think if ever you see a guy um, and their price starts with a two and they're playing in such a quality team and they're going to be playing, you know, uh, good quality minutes, um, there's going to be a lot of points. There's going to be a lot of money to be made. If he makes the lineup, I wouldn't start him any week. I wouldn't give him a bench roll, but, you know, I'd chuck him deep have him as a bit of a cash cow and, um, yeah, let him, let him get fat and sell him later. Yeah. Mate, I don't know whether you remember, but last year, I think it would have been maybe the first four or five rounds, Peter Hiku was um, starting to gain a bit of traction with uh, consistent scores of 60-plus. Um, I think he went three or four weeks in a row getting 60-plus. His base stats were through the roof. Uh, and then everybody jumped on him, and as soon as they bought him in their team, he literally went back to being a complete bust and doing nothing and averaging 35. Yeah, he's like the North um, Queensland Talakai. He is, basically. As soon as everybody bought him, he did nothing for him, um, which is why he's my bust, uh, for very good reason. I, I think, look, there's there's some good youngsters coming through that aren't getting a run at the moment. So, you know, if Peter Hickley starts slowly, um, like the guy's in his 30s, he just did his 30s, he's got good youngsters coming up. Tom Chester has been training at centre in preseason as well. So there's some positional pressure. I might actually see a change there if Hiku starts slowly. So, mate, Hiku is my bust for this year. Yep. I, th Thoughts? I think with any of these teams, they're going to uh, they're just going to start with what worked last year. And Peter Hiku didn't really do anything wrong. He just didn't do too much right uh, throughout the end of the season. And uh, look, if they if they lose a couple on the trot. And, um, yeah, and they look to shake, shake things up. You can get opportunities for one of those 200K cheapies, 300K cheapies. And, yeah, I'll be looking Absolutely. at it. We'll be talking about it on our team list show. So. 100%. I mean, look, they've lost Tom Gilbert. So that's why that kind of second row positions opened up for Cohen Hess, which because of experience, you probably see him starting. But that's a bit of a lottery there, really. We'll wait until we see team list Tuesday. We could see a, a bit of a shake up there in that number 11 jersey. Um, mate, I guess to round out the episode on the Cowboys, how do you see them going this year? Where do you see them finishing? Yeah, I see them finishing exactly where they were. Um, I don't think they're as good as a, as a couple of other ones, but I see them finishing third. I see them having a very good year and going deep into finals. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, they're deep too. They're deeper than some of the other teams. Um, yeah, it's going to depend on how Scotty Drinkwater goes. Um, you know, Tommy Dearden, um, if he doesn't, doesn't drop back a little bit and yeah, Ruben Cotter pull them forward. So 
I think we'll see a fair bit of uh, Queens, North Queensland heavy super coach teams in the lead up um, before we see team list Tuesday, which for good reason, like we've mentioned with the buy. So plenty to talk about there. Um, but mate, thanks for hopping on as always. Always uh, good to chat teams and uh, we'll continue to push on with the rest of our teams um, in the coming days and weeks in the lead up to the season. Uh, mate, before we hop off, where can everybody reach you when they want to talk about Super yeah, yeah they, they can find me on Twitter, uh, at SC underscore Matrix. And where can they find you, Brainer? Yeah, just uh, on Twitter as well, mate. Just uh, Brain underscore FS or Supercoach Brain and you'll find me. So uh, thanks, guys. We'll, we'll see you in uh, the coming days for the next team preview. Cheers. Thanks, man. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.